What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of the Yankee Crazy Podcast, and last night was a very disappointing loss. Kansas City Royals come into town, Yankees can't handle their business and get a win, and it is especially frustrating because of the two big wins they just came off of with the Red Sox, and... Granted, the Red Sox are not a good team right now, but neither is Kansas City. Kansas City is not a good team, and got to give Domingo Herman credit. Pitched really well, got them, or I shouldn't say really well, he pitched, he pitched decent. Only giving up three runs, you know, as your fifth starter, you got to say, all right, you know, Kansas City, giving up three runs, not great, but... That's enough to keep the Yankees in the ballgame. But the bullpen gives up more runs. And it's a big difference going from three to one. So really disappointing loss. We're going to get more into that. And it's the Mario 5 today. So we're going to take a quick break and come back and get right into it. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are back. So... As I started off in the intro, Domingo Herman, he is really not expected to do much. He is a very good, I don't know, can you still consider him a prospect at this point? I guess so. Uh, you know, he's got major league experience, but not a full season of work. And he looked pretty good, I gotta say. He, he looked good, and like I said in the intro also, he kept the Yankees in the game. And he went six innings, six hits, not great against the Royals, but three runs, you know, had a couple of home runs, had nine strikeouts, so that was a bright spot. But Jonathan Holder gives up two runs, three hits, in point one. Of an inning. He got one out. And Holder is... Uh, he is going to be on his way out if he continues this. And he did. He had the same issues last year. He did not start off the season well. But then he came back and did really well. And I'm not sure if that's what Boone is thinking is going to happen again. He's given him a chance. It's early in the season. And would love for him to turn it around and have a solid season like he did last year. I, you know, it's it's troubling. It's troubling because that game was 1-1 in the first, and then it goes up it to 3-1. And 3-1, you're still in the game. You know, granted, the Yankees' bats weren't doing anything. But 3-1 is, you know, just... Mentally, it says, all right, we're only down by two. We can definitely come back. And, you know, obviously they didn't. So, but it's it's very, it's a mental aspect of it to have those runs in front of you and see what you need to do. And once you go up into, you know, a five-run lead, a four-run lead, five-run lead, it it starts to get away. And... Yankees, who knows, they might be pressing, might be saying, 
what did we just do? We had the fog machine out last night and the lights. <laughs> I think they partied too much. I think last night they probably partied way too much. They probably took that locker room nightclub and went to the real nightclubs. And they probably, who knows, they all might have been hung over. <laughs> That's going to be my guess. But definitely a letdown game. One of the only bright spots of that game was Clint Frazier, who went two for four. He pretty much really did the only thing in that game. Um, you know, Luke Voigt had an RBI. That was it. Judge had a he had a he had a hit run score, but besides that, it was a letdown game. So, still got three more games against Kansas City. We'll give, we'll give them a little bit of a, a, a break on this one coming off of the Red Sox. But they need to take these next three. Definitely need to take these next three. And, you know, I, I actually thought I had not seen the schedule. I knew they were playing Kansas City. I thought they were traveling to Kansas City. But these, this game was at home. You know, it's... it's the, <laughs> These are the games you got to win. These I know it's early and everybody says it's early, but you have got to beat these teams. All right. That's I'm I'm so I'm so annoyed with the Yankees at the after this game that I have to move on. We're going to move on with this other story and then we're going to get into the Mario 5. Okay. So, a lot of people been saying what happened to Kate Smith's rendition of God Bless America. So, as I'm sure many of you know, Kate Smith is the... Her recording uh, is, is of God Bless America is played by the Yankees in the seventh inning stretch. So... Oh, no, wait. It's set, yeah, seventh inning stretch, right? Am I, am I, like, completely messing that up? Because it's not the sixth, right? No, it's the, it's, it's, it's the stretch. So... Kate Smith, she, I guess, recorded this song back in the day, and she was a recording artist back in, like, 20s, 30s. And if you listen, if you hear that, God Bless America, uh, it is, the recording is terrible. The recording, it sounds like I was doing it, you know, uh, here in the studio, or worse, <laughs> And granted, really long time ago, but it's it's terrible. It is terrible, and I I've never liked her rendition of that song. I felt like like who who was what was the the family of Kate Smith somehow connected to the Yankees and and said, oh, we need some <laughs> we need to make some royalties on this. Can you play this? And they got it in front of uh, one of the Steinbrenners, and he said yes, but it. It's a horrible rendition, and I never understood why they played it. And they used to have that guy in the playoffs. Remember that guy, Ronan Tynan? He was an he was an opera singer, I think, and he used to come out, and he everyone would get fired up, and he, it was always like Yankees might be behind in the playoffs. He'd come out, do the seventh inning stretch song, and they'd stage a comeback. I, I feel like every time he, that he was there to sing it, 
that they would come back and win. And he became almost like their good luck charm. And then he got into issues. He had something come out where there were some racially uh, insensitive statements from him, or I, I can't remember the particulars. We could, we could look that one up, but something happened. There was some racial issue with him, and the Yankees dropped him. And now Kate Smith recorded this racially insensitive song that, according to some reports, it was supposed to be satire at the time. But the Yankees have dropped Kate Smith, her rendition of God Bless America. And I think it's, I think it's for the better, you know. Uh, it's sad that this comes out, you know. Uh, this woman who knows she can't defend herself. She passed away in 1986. But it, the, you know, the name of the song, I don't even want to give you the name of the song because it's, you know, you, you see it right off the bat and you're like, wow, that's, that's pretty racially insensitive. But it was recorded, they said, with another with a African American um, singer co co uh, duet, I guess it was with her. Um, so you start to think, you know, maybe it was just a satire, and at the times, maybe that was I don't know, I don't know. I'm trying to draw some parallels to what it could be right now. But either way, you know, we are living in different times, so. We, what was what was acceptable back then in terms of racially uh, racial issue songs or whatever you want to call this um, are not the same as today. So I understand it. I get it. And uh, you know the the one of the brighter spots of this story is that we don't have to listen to this horrible rendition of Kate Smith's "God Bless America." They they really should have gotten some other one or. You know, Yankees got plenty of money, and people would go there to, for free to sing this song. Why not do have someone come out? And I know that takes more time and, and energy, but why not have a real singer every time do it? You know, I, I'm sure they could get that done. I'm sure it's not that much of a money issue with them to have to have someone, you know, be dealing with this. The same person who deals with the. Um, the national anthem could deal with the people who want to do God Bless America, and I, I think I think this is for the better. Hopefully, uh, this is something that the Yankees can straighten out, and hopefully, we don't have to listen to Kate Smith's rendition of God Bless America ever again. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and we're gonna come back. And what are we gonna do? We are gonna do. The Mario 5, yep, our weekly segment. Always my favorite, always my favorite segment. Gets me to really go off on some tangents sometimes. I'm going to try and get really, really crazy on this one and do a lot of out there tangents, okay? <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, so we are back and, obviously, <laughs> and the last episode... Did not even go over this on the on the last episode. I think I was too fired up about the Red Sox series and the Yankees winning and beating them very very soundly. So that was that was really where my mind was. But that was our hundredth show, and 
It's pretty wild having our hundredth show, and we are at almost we're almost at the four thousand mark of listeners. So it's I'm pretty stoked about it. This started out, as many of you know, as just a passion project for me to be able to talk Yankees, and it's kind of you know blown up into this. I don't know if I'd say blown up. It's it's <laughs> it has snowballed maybe snowballed tiny tiny little snowball <laughs> into this that's made it to 100 episodes. So this is 101. So the triple digits we went into. I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, you know, I was thinking I, when I was being stoked about it, and then I thought about Gary V. If you guys uh, have never listened to Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, and you like motivational stuff, you should check him out. Gary V is just, he's awesome. Really gets me fired up. He was one of the reasons why I had started this show in the first place. And uh, maybe I'll go into that on a another day. But, well, you know, let's get into it right now. I'll do it really quick. You know, so I, when I was just about to start this show, I had this idea. And I'm like, oh, this would be fun to do. Talk Yankees, give give my, I love, you know, I, I love, I've always loved talking Yankees and, you know, now that they make being able to uh, do a podcast so easy, I said, let's do it. And then I had second, I had second thoughts, I had doubts and I was like, oh man, I don't know, let me think about it. And I went on to Instagram and Gary V is one of these guys that I follow and his post, he's wearing a Yankee hat. The post that I went on to see that day is it was like as soon as I opened up Instagram, Gary V post, he's wearing a Yankee hat, and I was like, wow. And if you listen to his stuff, you would know that he talks about taking your passions and going for it and, and doing it. And it, you know, one of his other big things is taking your passion and going for it as a job and making it uh, something that is the, that you do and that you can earn money for since it is your passion and love. And, you know, that would be great. I would love the Yes Network to hire us. That would be <laughs> really amazing. Um, but I had just gone with the passion part of it and not even thinking about any money or, or, or making this a business. So it is, it is just a hobby, but I love it. And if it came in to being something real and earning money, I would <laughs> be all for it. So if anybody's listening out there, such as Yes Network, MLB, that would be awesome, right? Imagine getting that. That would be fantastic. But anyway, that's a little story about it. So 100th episode. And oh, as I was getting to the point, and Gary V, you know, he hit like a million followers and everybody thought he was going to do something big. And his whole thing was, no, that has nothing to do with it. I don't even look at the numbers, I just keep going because that is what I'm all about and my passion and you shouldn't celebrate any of that stuff um, because it's just all numbers. You should just be doing it for yourself. So we're, we're celebrating a little bit. I, that's, I don't know. That's me. I, I got to celebrate victories and I, I feel like, you know, it's a small victory to get to 100, doing 100 shows. So that was that was where I was going with that. So if if you like if you like motivation, inspirational stuff, and you're you're trying to start a business or anything, definitely go check out Gary V. He's the man. All right, so let's get into the Mario Five. Let's let's go let's go Mario. You ready? All right, great, Mario. The first word, please. Egg, egg. 
Okay. Let's see. Egg. Um, well, first thing that came to mind was egg toss. And, oh, you know what? It's, it's Easter this weekend. Easter. Easter eggs. And let's see. Where could we go with that? Easter eggs. Egg toss. Um, Easter egg hunt. Hmm. Well, let's see. Yankees are playing on Easter, and they are going to be at home. So they're playing Kansas City Sunday, and that is Easter Sunday. And I don't know, maybe there'll be an Easter egg hunt at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I'd be, I don't know where what you would do. You would you'd have to hide them in the stands there. Uh, you know, not too many places to hide it on a field behind, except behind like a base. But let's see, Easter eggs. You know, it's a funny term is when they say this, this whole new thing where in a movie they call it Easter eggs, uh, like hidden as in, as in hidden within like a movie trailer or a movie. They say there's like Easter eggs, uh, like Star Wars, for example, Star Wars, you know, there were all these, um, as they call them, Easter eggs, which were just nods to either other movies or something in Star Wars lore, uh, such as in, in Rogue One, they had brought back the blue milk. And I remember when uh, the trailer came out for Rogue One and everyone was like, oh my goodness, this is going to be amazing. And they would have these guys would look at the trailers and come up with all these Easter eggs, and it would be like the blue milk that was in Star Wars is there, and just little little hints, and guys would break it down and say, oh, look in the background of this. Guys got really into it. and um, So that's a tangent right there. <laughs> we didn't get anywhere related to the Yankees, but let's see. We'll go back to egg toss and... Um, Egg toss reminds me of soft toss, and that is when guys um, just do the soft toss into a net when they're batting. So someone will be, uh, you know, someone will be next to a batter, and they'll be the batting um, net, and they'll toss the ball up, and they'll just focus on eye contact and, and really honing in on their focus on the ball and hitting it into the net. And that's what Don Mattingly was big for. Don Mattingly used to hit, do hit off the tee a lot. <clears throat> that was his big thing. Did a lot of tee hitting into the net and soft toss. And some, he'd have someone just lob the ball, toss it right up to him. And it was like, guy was, you know, probably just like four or five feet away and just lobbing the ball, tossing it up. And Don Mattingly would hit the ball into the net. So that's soft toss. And Don Mattingly, you know, a lot of people, if you can remember Donnie Baseball, legend with the Yankees, he had back issues. And that cut his career down. And, you know, unfortunately those injuries, are that back is what caused him to not get into the Hall of Fame because he did not have a long enough career to accumulate better numbers. I still think he belongs in the Hall of Fame because he was the premier player for at least, you know, what? At least three or four seasons, Don Mattingly, right? Maybe even more. And 
Then he had that epic playoff run in 95 that, oh, I wish they would have won the World Series for him. But a lot of people thought that all of his hitting off the tee and soft toss contributed to his back pain. They thought it was excessive and... You know, that's why they called him the hitman, because he, he really concentrated on hitting, and he had such an awesome stroke. So who knows? Who knows if, that re- if all the soft toss contributed to him having those back issues. So it's, it's a shame. It really is a shame. And I hope he gets a, a World Series as a manager, because even as a bench coach, when he was here with Joe Torre, he never got a World Series. So Donnie Baseball, he really needs that, and... I know, I know a lot of people, even Yankee fans, say he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame because of those statistics. But I don't know. I got, I got a sentimental spot for Don Mattingly. And I, you know, I remember him coming up and going against Winfield and having the, um, the batting title race that came down to him and Winfield. And I felt bad. Winfield, everyone was going for Don ba- Donnie Baseball. He was a rookie that year. And... Um, he actually came up wearing number 46, which is interesting. And then he he reduced that number in half and went to his famous 23. But won the batting title that year. And he was just a, a, an amazing first baseman. Defensively, he was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I wish, I wish the Yankees could find someone like him again, especially this year. And you know, breaking up first base, uh, the latest on Miguel Andujar is that he is not going to need surgery and that the Yankees are seriously looking into moving him over to first base. So that's going to be something interesting to see. Wow, we, we went off on a big tangent there. That was, that was a tough one. I don't know where I was going to go with Egg, but all right, Mario, let's get into the next word, please. Okay, blank. 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 Okay, well, uh, you know, there's the baseball term blank, like the Yankees blank the Royals, meaning they shut them out, or if a pitcher blanks the Royals. And I think CeCe's pitching tonight, right? I think CeCe Sabathia is on the mound, and I think he's got it. After his last outing, he blanked the White Sox last week. And I think he's got a good shot at blanking the Royals tonight because I really think it's going to be a bounce-back game for the Yankees tonight. I really see them going on to take this game and at least another game. We'll obviously want them to take the next three, but they definitely are going to get a split this series. And I see CC Sabathia blanking the Royals tonight. So we'll see. We'll see. If I had my Magic 8-Ball, I could ask the Magic 8-Ball what, <laughs> what's really going to happen. Um, but let's see. Can we go anywhere with blank, blank, blank? Um, well, it made me think of a lot of people are starting. There's a guy who is uh, one, of the, one of the two guys on the Talking Yanks uh, podcast. Uh, named John Boy, and he has, um, he's doing these funny things where he is breaking down parts of the, um, uh, like, arguments or, or other things, and he 
records it, and he shows the video. And some of them are uh, like people cursing, and he will <laughs> he will do something really funny, and it made me think of like when they like say blank blank blank. As in, if someone's trying to curse and they put the blank in. So that reminded me of that. And he did one of uh, Judge that I saw. <clears throat> that was pretty funny. And he did an Aaron Boone one with, you know, really saying what Aaron Boone said. Um, it's pretty funny. I, I, I was laughing. I was laughing at that. Because you can read the lips and you can see what Aaron Boone is saying. And and then he puts he puts in, sometimes he, he will put in his own words over it as them. And uh, it's, it's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. All right, Mario, the next word, please. Library. Library. Wow. Where, where am I going to go with library? Well, let's see. Library uh, obviously has books. And, oh, you know what? Books reminds me of this book, it's two two books it reminds me of. <clears throat> maybe even maybe even a third book or four. I'm thinking of a lot of books. Um, so first one I thought of was this Inside the Empire book, which I think I gotta read. Although I talked about it recently. I might not read it because there's some bad stuff in there about Jeter, and I've read some of the articles, and I really don't you know, Jeter's been so bashed lately. And uh, since he became an owner, and I don't want to dislike Derek Jeter. We have such fond memories of it. And I was actually talking with my aunt about it. Uh, she had sent me one of the articles about Jeter and um, how he got booed at a uh, at at Dwayne Wade's last game in Miami when they when they showed Jeter on the jumbotron and. It's sad. It is really sad what's happened to Derek Jeter. And on a side note, that guy Marlins Man was at the game at the Yankee game yesterday. And so if you don't know Marlins Man, he's this guy who wears the bright orange. I think it's always just the bright orange, right? I don't think he wears anything else um, to games, right? Yeah. Um, but he had a bright orange Marlins jersey with number two and Jeter. And he was at the game, and he's a very polarizing guy because you see pictures of all these Yankee fans posing with Marlins man, and then there's some people who like can't stand the guy and they think he's just trying to get attention. He always, I, I, I think I heard a rumor that he was a lawyer in Miami and really rich guy and gets always gets seats whatever stadium he goes to behind home plate so that he can be like front and center on TV with his bright orange Marlins jersey. And I think he always wears a visor too, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Visors are kind of funny to me. They're very, they're very um, uh, utilitarian. Is that, is that the word I'm trying to go for? <laughs> they're very useful, I guess, like if you don't want to have a hat on. And um, people wear them in tennis, right? Visors are big on tennis. And, uh, oh, and, you know, back in the day, Going to clubs in New York, it was pretty funny. Guys, guys there would wear visors to the clubs, and they'd wear them backwards, and it's pretty funny look to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> pretty, pretty funny. I actually wore it out. I wore a visor out as a joke one time when I was DJing, and I think I wore it backwards and upside down, and I think it was when I had really long hair, 
and I had like my hair all like crazy. <laughs> so it was kind of it was kind of making fun of those guys a little bit. But anyway, Marlins man, funny dude. Um, <clears throat> so wow, that was we went off on a big tangent there, right? What was what was the 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 how did we get there? Oh my goodness. Library was the one, right? With the book and Inside the Empire. Oh my goodness. Wow, that's a big tangent. But anyway, the other books, other great books, there's a David Cohn book coming out uh, that he wrote with some famous writer. I can't remember who it is. But, oh no, wait, is it is it Jack Curry? I think Jack Curry from Yes wrote it with David Cohn. That's coming out soon. And that's going to be a great read because David Cohn, if you listen to him, on Yes Network Games. He's he's such an awesome commentator. I actually was, you know, thought there was an outside chance that he would become a manager, the manager of the Yankees. He had, and he kind of like said he's throwing his hat in the ring when when right before they hired Aaron Boone. That would be interesting. He maybe he wants to become Yankees um, pitching coach. That would be that would be awesome. I, I'm a big fan of David Cohn. I think he's I think he's amazing. I think he's a great announcer. Very insightful. His book's coming out, and I remember here, one of my favorite books ever was when Greg Nettles came out with his book uh, about the Yankees, and it was called Balls. And, oh, man, I remember I was, what, I was like 10 years old, and I read that book, and, oh, man, it was great. It really got into some of the Yankees' culture and how dysfunctional they were back in the day and then he got shipped off to San Diego like right after that book came out George Steinbrenner was like no way get this guy out of here so that was unfortunate because I didn't want to I didn't want Nettles to go favorite you know if you've been listening to the show you know he's my all-time favorite player so yeah those are the books and there was one other one oh well there was the book I, I did I post the picture um of Jax Jax took a book home my son Jax took a book home and he got this book from his school library that was at a, off a, that was uh, had baseball in it and he got it because he saw Mariano Rivera in there I think I talked about this before but that that was awesome I, I got a picture of him like pointing to Mariano in it so that was that was good that was fun so there you go there there's library we, we did all covered a lot with that <laughs> we went into visors <laughs> and a club story all right Mario the next word Please, blue. Well, first thing I think of is Yankee blue, and that navy blue. It's just it's one. Of, it's definitely one of my favorite colors because of um, because of the Yankees, obviously. But I really love the blue and the gray. And I was talking about those Nikes I want to get. Those uh, like they were like the original Jordans. Uh, with the blue and the gray. And I found a website that they're not even that expensive. I thought they were going to be like one of these like classic ones that, you know, it's crazy. Some of these people who collect and sell sneakers and some sneakers go for like, I don't even know what the max is, but I've seen them like into the thousands for, you know, these rare Jordans or Air Force Ones or it's kind of crazy. Or Bathing Ape. Bathing Ape's another one that is, uh, I, I don't know. They're They're like, I think those can go into thousands. Crazy stuff, the sneaker culture, but I never got into that. I love sneakers, but I'm not going to shell out a couple of hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Not not going to do it. I think there's enough sneakers uh, that you can buy without spending thousands. 
So that's that's color. That's blue. That is blue. And you know, we've got to paint the studio. We, I want to paint the studio Yankee blue. Or or at least some pinstripes or something. I got some ideas. I got some ideas for that, but it's definitely Yankee blue. And you know, some of the paint companies actually have you can like specifically ask for like the numbers to line up with what Yankee blue is. So if you're looking to paint a room Yankee blue or at least one wall, go to Home Depot or go go online. They'll they'll give you like the the formula that you can give them, or or it might be an actual color. And I know some paint companies are um, have a uh, uh, an association with MLB. What is that called? A uh, I don't know. It's it's like a, a licensing. That's it. Licensing of NFL teams and Major League Baseball teams and all that stuff. So check that out if you're painting. So <laughs> there we are going with blue. And um, let's see. What's, what's the, we got, one le- we got one word left, right? Mario, the last word, please. Warm. Warm. Well, I think, I think one thing is that I think of warm and what, it hasn't been very warm at Yankee Stadium. They've actually had some really low temperatures there still. And, you know, New York in April can be anything. You can have snow in April. You could have 80 degrees in April. New, New York springs are crazy. You know, it's, it's gotten to the point. I remember one year, we had, you know, we had rain until, I swear it was July when it stopped raining. <laughs> you know, there was no spring. It was, it was basically like cold and rainy and, and like wintry until almost beginning of this, you know, basically beginning of the summer, you know, June should really be the beginning of the summer in New York, but that year it wasn't. So it has not been warm at Yankee Stadium. It has been pretty cold. You see the players now with those like hood things. And do you remember a couple of years ago, I remember, I feel like Johnny Damon was the first guy I ever saw to wear those new era hats with the flaps Remember how they would have those flaps come down in the playoffs? I remember him wearing those. And um, that, was, that was pretty cool. I never got one of those hats, but I always wanted one. It, very, very useful having a Yankee hat with the flap down in New York. I, uh, you know, winters are cold. Winters are cold in New York, especially um, February. February is like the worst month in New York. And I think the best month in New York is September. September is really probably the best weather it's gotten to be. But that is, that is, it, is, it is not super warm yet. But it will be. It will be warm soon. We'll be like in the middle of the summer. And um, it'll be nice and hot and heating up. And you know what? Speaking of warm, uh, you know, CeCe Sabathia, I feel like his pitching usually needs to be warmed up. And he's a better pitcher in the hotter weather. But it's really good to see him pitching well in the cold. So I'm not sure what the temp's going to be for the game tonight. But CC on the mound. I'm almost, I'm like 99% sure CC's on the mound. So hopefully he warms it up and uh, heats up. And Yankees have a hot game tonight. All right. So there we're going with warm. And um, anywhere, anywhere. I was just thinking of warm up. 
could have went that warm up, pitchers warm up, and everyone. It's interesting how guys uh, warm up, whether they're doing like uh, if you're a starting pitcher and you're doing like the long throws across the outfield uh, to do your warm ups, and it's crazy how in the bullpen you have to get warm. And those guys, that's a whole special uh, trait, I think, to be able to warm up and sometimes warm up really fast too, as opposed to like a starting pitcher that takes more time. So that's always interesting to me, the warm-ups. But that's it. You could go with warm-ups too with the with the players warm up. And I was used to like going to the games early and seeing the guys warm up and, and, and do sprints and such like that. So there you go. Did a lot of one. Covered a lot. Covered a lot. We covered a lot of tangents. Lots, lots stuff today. That's that's why I love the Mario 5. I can really just like spew out like crazy stuff. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else likes it, but I do. So <laughs> it is my show. But like I always say, <clears throat> if you have a word for the Mario 5, you can always submit it to us. Yankee Crazy Podcast at gmail.com. All our social media lines up with Yankee Crazy Podcast or Twitter, which is Yankee Crazy Pod. And send in a word or the Anchor app and Always put attention, Mario, so I don't read it and I don't get it early and then start thinking about it. And uh, we wouldn't want that. We, we, this, is, this is the whole gist of it is that it's on the fly. All right, so that's it, guys. Hopefully you get to watch the Yankees and hopefully get to watch the Yankees beat up on the Royals, which they should. They really should. And... Let's have CC start it off tonight and use a word from the Mario 5. Blank. <laughs> the Royals. All right. That's it, guys. Oh, and as a side note, we are going to be going on a little bit of a hiatus. And we've got, you know, Easter coming up. We've got a lots of birthdays in my house. we got Susanna and Jax's birthday. So we are not going to be on the air probably, I think, till next Friday. So much going on that... We will not have the show until next Friday. So stay tuned. All right. Listen, go back and listen to some past episodes. Go back and listen to some of the the episodes um, that predicted the lineups. and Or go back and hear me spew about Manny Machado and Bryce Harper back then. <laughs> oh, boy. Interesting stuff. Would have been really... Imagine if they signed either of those guys. It would be... It'd be really interesting to see what was going on with them, whether they were doing well or not in New York. But anyway, didn't happen. So, but that's it, guys. Stay tuned and let's go, Yankees.